Hello and welcome to episode 96 of the Nearly Men Video Games Podcast, coming to you live on Twitch from Scotland on Thursday, 30th of September, 2021. I am Colin Little, and joining me this evening is Blunderboy87. Hello. And together with Paul Kaczynski, we are the Nearly Men, and this episode of the podcast is brought to you by the one and only Mr. Hamsterboy, our executive producer. Now, we have nothing to do with the video games industry. We don't make them, we don't sell them, we're not even particularly good at them. We are the Nearly Men, and at some point, you have probably kicked our asses online. Hey! Hello! 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 Hello. Yeah. I think um, something's missing. Uh, well, just a, just, a, just a little thing. Just a little thing. Just a little thing's missing, yes. Um, it's going to be a bit weird tonight, everybody. Uh, everybody listening to the podcast Hopefully it won't sound too much We're going to do a bit of jiggery-pokery in post-production So hopefully um, your usual Nearly Men experience shouldn't be too badly affected um, But for, for those watching live It's a little bit different And of course, as Blunderboy says Something is indeed missing And it is indeed Mr. Kaczynski Who, of course, um, his internet's not working so, I mean, no, there we'd know about that. No, no he's, he's, not mentioned, this week he's not mentioned. He's not mentioned. He's definitely not mentioned at all. Um, nah. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what I would say, <laughs> I say that he's actually he is lurking, as we can see, he is lurking, lurking in the chat. It's hardly lurking. I think he's put the most comments of anyone in so far. He has indeed. He has Always indeed. Always to steal the spotlight. Absolutely disgraceful. I think for everybody, we should maybe just have a wee, will we just bow our heads and have a wee moment of, of, of thought for Paolo and his, and his internetless world? Well, that'll do that. Anyway, yeah. um, so, Blunderboy, how are you doing? How are you doing? I'm not bad. I'm not bad. I've been busy with work. I've got a bit of a weird chest infection thing going on just now, so I may be a bit wheezy tonight. I apologise. You're a wee bit, a wee bit, a wee bit hoarse <laughs> today. You've got, the, you've got the Phoebe sexy voice, remember? Oh, remember? with a husky. Mad sticky shoes, that one. Don't make me laugh. Absolutely <laughs> filthy laugh. Uh, when, when, oh, you get, when you get Blunderboy a, a cough button, I think. Uh. That'll be that. Um... <laughs> oh, that's right. Actually, I've just seen, I've just seen, listen, we, you know, it's the podcast. We don't pay a lot of attention to live chat, but I did see Mr. Kaczynski just commenting as dun, 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 dun. So maybe we could do that. We could do dun, 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 Kaczynski is dead. Oh, that's, that's, that could come really quick. Yeah. This is internet. It's not like Kaczynski the person. I mean, he might as well be dead. He might as uh, well be dead. Well, he's, 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 he's the grave. thoroughly useless to us. Look at this. No, no. Like, if no. it focus and skin, none of this would be happening. Right <laughs> well, that's true. Colin, will have you believed that he did it all? I mean, I am operating all this, but like everything that uh, all Paolo made it all. Paolo made Paolo's it all. very good at pushing that button. I, I am. Well, we'll see. Listen, there's a lot of yeah. buttons to push, and I haven't done <laughs> them yet. I've I've only pushed some of the buttons so far. Um, that's good. That's good. And how are you, Colin? I'm doing alright. I'm not much like yourself. I'm not feeling very well. Um, oh, we're all for a partner old age. Yeah, I've done like a million COVID desks. I'm just feeling dreadful. But so far, no, no COVID. Just some hey. other horrible cold, obviously. Um, 
but yeah so yeah just feeling a bit run down I, I missed a stream earlier in the week and um yeah just a bit knackered but it's, it's i'm all right you know i must say everyone loads of people just now suddenly have colds and chest infections and it's just because they're back interacting with people and that's it um, just and everyone's people. like have our germs and now everyone's like eh. everybody's just riddled with cold and stuff like that yeah but, but it's sort of it's just one of those things you know as long as it's not the covid i'll be all right i'll be absolutely uh, fine um geez. anyway Listen, Blunder, I don't know why we're we're doing all this shenanigans. We've got an awful lot to talk about. We've got an awful lot to talk about. We've got loads of games to discuss. And, of course, we've got loads of people have been in touch as well. Mm. If you out there would like to get in touch with us at a future episode, well, here is how you do it. Reaching the Nearly Men is easier than ever. Search for the Nearly Men video games podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or your preferred podcast player. We stream on Twitch, follow Colin at Colin underscore NM, follow Paul at Paul Kaczynski, all one word, follow Gary at Blunderboy87, and let's get social on Facebook as The Nearly Men, Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men, or go old school and email us on info at thenearlymen.com. Need all that again? Links are on our website, thenearlymen.com. So what are you waiting for? There we are. What are you waiting for? Well, I tell yeah. you what, I tell, I tell you what I'm waiting for, Blunder. Yeah. I'm waiting to make a bit of an announcement. Oh, I we, think, is it a core announcement or is that a good announcement? Um, how dare you? How dare you? How dare you, Blunder? Um, I dare. So, regular listeners, uh, <coughs> regular viewers um, will be, and especially people that have been with us for a while now, um, will be familiar with our our yearly charity event where we do uh, we raise money for the Edinburgh Children's Hospital charity um, in the form of Save Point. And we've been very quiet, very quiet about Save Point this year, but I'm very pleased to announce that the Nearly Men will be back for Save Point 2021. And we have got some exciting news. We've got some exciting news. First things first, the weekend of the Save Point is uh, 8th, 9th and 10th of October, but we will not be going that weekend. Due to a few different things, um, we will not be doing that weekend. We're going to do the following weekend. But I'm safely here to tell you that we've got a jam-packed extravaganza of fun. And, um, you know, we've done a lot over the years. We've done movement games. We've done horror games. We've done an A to Z. We've done a through, mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. the years. We've mm -hmm. done um, co-op challenges. We've done versus mm -hmm. challenges. Um, and it kind of felt that here on earth, Blunder, here on earth, mm -hmm. there just wasn't much else that we could do. You know, I feel that we, we had climbed the, the highest mountains on earth and swum and sailed the deepest seas. So Just like the gas giants we have squandered Earth's video game resources. Exactly, exactly. And, and you know, we were sitting there wondering, where could we go? Where... Where could we go? Mm. Well, I'll tell you where we go. And we're, you know, we're not just going to go. We are going to a boldly go. <gasps> Save point dip, dip, 20, dip. 21. The nearly men are going to boldly go. We're going to do 24 hours of sci-fi video games. Sci-fi video games. That's exciting. So, um... 
we're gonna we'll, we'll we'll get the the poster out there on the social so all you people listening on the podcast um we'll see that but there's a there's a live exclusive for all our viewers right now and um there's a there's a lovely a lovely poster here that's that's been made up where we've gone a bit retro we've gone a bit retro <laughs> we've got um now now mr kaczynski has been very good in the past at um taking the mickey out of himself but i think he i think he was quite generous to himself this year don't you think don't you uh, think it's, it's, I, I, mm, yeah we've got an original star trek star trek the original television series um poster here mocked up and of course uh mr kaczynski the the role that everybody wanted mr kaczynski decided to put himself in that gold that gold shirt made himself captain kirk disgusting yep yeah actually it's it's alarming how well he suits he suits that shatner here mm. do um I, I i think i did quite well actually I, it could have been it could have been worse i i'm donning the pointed ears of Leonard Nimoy, I am Mr. Spock. You can that bowl-cut fringe, actually. It's a bit odd. I mean, you do look like a bit like a Hobbit extra, like, but... Yeah. No, you, you oddly suit it. Yep, yep. I, I mean, I do actually see Yuzi in the chat saying, how did Paolo get Kirk? Anyone who's worked with Colin knows his performance style is closest to Shatner. Isn't it just? Isn't it just? I know that's an insult, Yuzi, but I'm taking it as a compliment. Um, and finally... Finally, right up the back with a, a genuinely bewildering look on your face, as as Bones McCoy himself, we have we have our very own Blunder Boy. It's not <laughs> sure how when Paul said give me a sci-fi face, that's what I came up with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, so that's that. So I'm going to do 24 hours of sci-fi video games so you know mm-hmm. you're going to see all sorts of stuff i mean the sort of stuff you expect we're definitely going to do some no man's sky uh we're going to do some star wars squadrons there might well mm-hmm. be some old republic maybe um, oh my gosh i remember when squadrons last time i was so bad at it yeah well we were playing people there's like people like i level 150 and i was like i don't even know the buttons and yeah. i get blown up <laughs> <laughs> well indeed so we'll be doing that we'll be doing uh, maybe Destiny will appear. We'll, we'll we'll try and mix up. So there's plenty of stuff that will be us, the nearly men playing together. But we're also going to certainly open up games, things like um, things like uh, um, squadrons, for instance, where we can definitely get the community involved. And funnily enough, I do see Daybreak in the chat saying Among Us. Well, Daybreak mm-hmm. Among Us is definitely sci-fi, and I'm sure Among Us will appear at some point as well. Um, so I think we're going to have an awful lot of fun. So what you need to know, Saturday 16th of October 2021, it's a 7pm start. So rather than do it starting on a Friday, like we usually do this a week after. So we've still got, how long we got? We've got just under three weeks. Yeah. We're going to be going from Saturday at 7pm until Sunday at 7pm. 24 mm-hmm. hours of sci-fi video games and all to raise much needed funds for the Edinburgh Children's Hospital Charity. Our... um. Our donation page is live. You can go there to www.thenearlymen.com and you can donate straight away. Obviously, only donate if you can. Uh, don't worry too much about, you know, Don't. there's no maximum or minimum. You can donate whatever you can afford, but please only donate if you can afford. And of course, remember, during the event, your company, your shares, your hosts, your raids will all help us a big time because every single second of the 24 hours is going to be streamed live right yeah. here on twitch.tv slash the nearly men so i'm really looking forward to it you know we we were very lucky that we raised over 1500 pounds last year 
Um, wow. I, I tried. That much. I tried to do calculations um, oh, over no, the last over the last few years. I know my math is not great, but I believe we have raised somewhere in the region of seven thousand pounds over the years for SafePoint. Probably closer That's to eight strange. grand, but I can't get a definitive answer. I need to find all the certificates they've sent me, and I couldn't find them. Um, so I'm really excited. You know, if we can get anywhere near that, then we're we're going to be closing in on ten grand over the over the yeah. last so many years. So that that would be amazing. Um, so yeah, you can go there right now and donate if you want, or you can wait until the event. It doesn't matter. Um, I just I just can't wait to get stuck in. So I hope you will all join us there on the 16th for a sci-fi extravaganza, which is the Nearly Men Boldly Go for Save Point 2021. Right. Woo! I've looked at my pointy ears and your bewildered face just enough. So <laughs> let's get back here. I just... don't even know if it's bewildered. I think it's like... Primal fear. <laughs> primal fear. The primal fear. <laughs> the primal fear of of being another year older and still doing twenty four hours of video games in a row. Okay. Um, Hello. Oh. It's it's super tiring. I think every year it does get a wee bit tougher, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like getting out of the bed in the morning gets tougher. So doing twenty four hours of gaming gets even. Yeah. Like, there's no bed involved. Yeah. Well, on that very bleak note. Um. So, uh, Blunder, we've got some yeah. news. We've got some news, yeah. and uh, you've 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 uh, you found us a little bit of news that that has met. This this came straight off the Nintendo Direct, um, yeah. and met quite a lot of laughs, didn't it, just? <laughs> yeah. So the the news this week's nothing like major. Um, it's just a few things that have popped up. We thought would be quite interesting. This isn't major. Is, course, Tell the internet. The first one, of course, is the we are going to look at and we're going to get or nay the Super Mario Brothers movie cast. Yes. I mean, I feel like they missed out a trick without getting me involved. Indeed. As we all know, when I'm not a husky vixen, I do a great Mario impression. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we're gonna... I'm gonna read through them, and Colin, you can give us your opinion. Okay? okay. So the most controversial, I would say so far, as the main man himself, as Mr. Mario, plumber, doctor, princess saver, is Chris Pratt, yay or nay? Oh... This is a tricky one. This is a tricky one because um, it's kind of difficult to separate Chris Pratt, the performer, from possibly what Chris Pratt is and represents. Because Chris Pratt himself's never really um, drawn himself into the sort of issues that hang around very much. He sort of like mm -hmm, just sort of mm -hmm. like kind of ignores it a little bit. But of course, mm -hmm, he's mm -hmm. quite a controversial character. Mm -hmm. Um I, I find him quite a likable screen presence, but but pretty much everything I, quite I hear. I like him on screen, yeah. But as a as a person, I think he lives up to his surname. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Um, um, I I have to say, um, I I saw somebody put a very interesting point on, and they were correct. Can you imagine an entire film of the actual Mario voice actor doing that Mario voice for the entire film? It would be <laughs> very full on. It's it a would. super kind of like <coughs> stereotypical, cliched Italian voice he has, right? If he did a whole, and I, I'm assuming that there's not a chance that Chris Pratt's going to be doing that. So I kind of understand why they went. I, I, I don't know what whether... Do you know what I'm envisioning instead? Chris Pratt's take on like an Italian New York accent, which then makes me think of like a really bad impression of like 
Al Pacino or something. Well, well, Bob Hoskins essentially did that, didn't he, in the Super Mario Brothers? Yeah. Because John Luisiamo played Luigi in the yeah. original, and, and Bob Hoskins, and they were New York plumbers. So yeah, I, I love that film, by the way, just I, before anyone slides it in chat. It's properly bonkers. I assume I it will be like that. And, you know, as much as his politics, I almost certainly don't, probably don't agree. Although, mm. again, this is all sort of perceived stuff and... Chris Pratt never really admits, because I think if he did properly admit his politics, it probably cost him a lot of money. Um, mm. Yeah. Do you know, I can't get mad about it, really. Um, he's a big star. I liked him as, I like him as Star Lord in the Marvel's films. Um, yeah, I like him. I like his character in Jurassic World as well, like, like the character he plays there. I just find it an odd choice for Mario, because Mario's like your dad. He's like an old... Well, yeah, yeah, like you don't picture Chris Pratt jumping around like Mario. That's the thing. I feel they've also gone off the back of Detective Pikachu when Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Voiced Pikachu, uh-huh. and that only worked because Pikachu doesn't have a voice, and Detective Pikachu himself was a total character. And by the way, if you've not seen Detective Pikachu, one of the best video game films ever, it's very good. But um, I feel like they're trying to go that way again, and I'm just kind of like, yeah. I do see, yeah, it, it, certainly people in the chat, it, it's certainly there's a lot of folk d- with, with divided yeah. opinions off. Mm-hmm. I think that's that's the case. I think that's yeah, absolutely he, the case. But he did aim it in the Lego movie. Yeah, I do see people saying fine, that. But it, it was just himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was just a typical Chris Pratt character. We don't really want, you know, I don't want Chris, Chris, Pratt. Chris Pratt doing Mario. As Mario, it, as yeah, yeah. it needs to be a performance, and it, it seems a bit odd because it is animated. I think they could have gone with, you know, they could have got a, a video games voice actor to do it. You know, yeah. Imagine they got Next like up. Troy Baker. <laughs> Can you imagine like just this old grizzled Mario? I'd love that. Anyway, I, Mario's seen some stuff. Yeah, sorry. Um, next up is Charlie Day as Luigi. Oh, I'm not gonna lie. There's lots of these actors who I don't actually know, so I'm just kind of like, okay. Um. Um, I'm, I'm very pleased with Charlie Day. Charlie Day is, uh, is one, best known awful? for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I think he'll be is great. Everyone he's got all the stuff in the world. He's stressed out. That's the guy. He's looking at the maps. Right, yeah. That's him. He is yeah. unbelievably funny. He, okay. I think he was also in, what's that film with Jennifer Aniston and Jason Bateman and all that with a try? Uh, Horrible Bosses, I think. Oh, he was. Oh, my I God. Think, he's so good in that. I think I he love was in that one film. of them. Um, he's in both of them, actually. He's very funny. He's a very funny actor. I think he might actually be pretty good as Luigi. Um, and and then I, I think if you are going with him with Luigi at that sort of age, then you probably should have Chris Pratt. So maybe maybe they are yeah. slightly younger in the thing. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Um, next up, and I, I don't know this person at all. Anya Taylor Joy is Princess Peach. Um, yes. Oh God, what was she in again? Um, I looked her. I looked a number of the cast up to try and double check who everybody was, uh, and for the life of me, I can't remember what she was in. Um, yeah. Oh, she was in that awful witch film. Oh my gosh! Right. Oh. Yes. And I think she's also so in just have the chess thing, the Queen's Gambit. Yes. Ah. I yeah, see, she's I great. She's. I thought I mean, she was very good. Now I think she'll Darko, be. Darko, I'm looking at. She's in a pink dress with volunteer. I'm like, she, she looks like. Peach. I would like to see Princess Peach. Um, getting the sort of uh, service that like um, Pixar and people like that do mm, for female yeah. characters, Princess Pe- Peach. Although she's better served in the video games now than she ever was historically, mm-hmm. 
never had much to do apart from being a damsel in distress. So I'm quite excited to see that. Um, and actually, Anna Taylor Joy's character in the Queen's Gambit's quite um, quite scrappy, quite feisty. So uh, yeah, it seems pretty good casting to me. I think. Yeah. The next one up made me laugh. So when when I first heard of the film, I'd missed it was animated. So I was picturing all these people in costumes. <laughs> and the next one up is Bowser's Jack Black, and the picture of Jack, uh, Jack Black and a Bowser cosplay had me got myself <laughs> laughing until I found out it was animated. And I was like, okay, okay. Uh, that one I, I kind of on board with. I can kind of see him pulling off Bowser quite well. Yeah, I mean, um. It will be a bit bonkers. He is the right sort of person to, to pull it off. Although I, I, I would possibly quite like Bowser to be a bit less. I hope. I hope he sort of. I, I just hope he isn't doing Jack Black. You know, as like Bowser. Chris Pratt doing Chris Pratt. You know, yeah. I hope it's not sort of like. You know, Bowser doing Tenacious D songs or something like that. I, I hope he is playing the character. I like Jack Black. I think uh, if he, I think he's the sort of person. You know, he is a video game fan. I think he will enjoy playing yeah. Bowser. I think he probably did mm. quite a good job. Yeah. Uh, now this is when it gets weird because I don't understand why this is happening. We have Donkey Kong, and we don't just have Donkey Kong. We also have Cranky Kong. Yep. So Donkey Kong is going to be played by Seth Rogen. Yep. Which. Yeah. I think that's actually quite good casting, actually. Um, although, how I mean, I've pretty much written the script already. It will be mostly Seth Rogen making jokes about trying these mushrooms. Essentially, there will just be lots mm. of jokes about mushrooms or or uh, bananas uh, being weird. Yeah, bananas and yeah, <laughs> uh, like chatting battles uh, around and stuff. But um, I think I think Seth Rogen will be quite funny as Donkey Kong potentially. Uh, Donkey Kong's obviously been only ever grunted and he's ever spoke, so it's going to be like, huh. Well, that's true. That is true. Um, yeah, I guess that's all he's going to do. They're paying him. He just like, <laughs> um, Paulo says, as long as James Franco is Diddy Kong, can you imagine? <clears throat> can you imagine? Um, yeah, no, I think I think uh, he'd be quite good actually as uh, as uh, Donkey Kong. I, I'm mm. not too I'm not too bothered about that. that that's all right. I, I think that's quite good casting. And then they've got Fred Armisen. Armisen. Armisen, mm-hmm. Armisen, as Cranky Kong. So Cranky Kong is actually meant to be the original Kong from the original Mario game. Yes. So, but apparently it's not actually Mario who's in the original Donkey Kong. What? Apparently it's not Mario. His name. He's a different it's Jumpman. Plumber. A Jumpman. That's exactly who he is. Um, I don't believe that for a minute because then what was the point in putting um, Julia, Roberta, and Super Mario Odyssey with the big thank you Mario level? I don't know. I don't know. It mm. may have changed. It might have changed, but that certainly was the case at the time. Um, yeah, I think he's he'll be quite good as Cranky Kong. Um, I did. I, I did. I'm interested why the Kongs are in it. That's what I'm interested in. Um, Pro- probably because a 90 minute movie about Mario, when essentially all Mario does is jump and hit things with his head, is going to be True. quite a lot. True. Uh, and the last one, the, the last, the other two, there's three more characters. I'm going to borrow it. Two others, they seem better than. Um, but we have, and everyone on Twitter seems excited by this. Keegan Michael Key mm-hmm. as Toad. Yeah, I think he'll be great. I think he'll be <laughs> absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, again, he's been loads of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. This is where we're really missing Paolo because Paolo would tell you who, you know, he's the the big big movie fan of the Neely Men. He'd yeah. be able to tell us who everybody was, but but these are all familiar faces, and yes, um, yeah. 
I feel like with him as well, Toad's going to get a bit of a level up as a character, so he's going to be a bit more important than... Oh no, your princess is in another castle. Um, yeah, indeed. And we've I seen that with be... the Toads. They've kind of had a bit more to do in games. I wonder if Toad will be a sort of um, a donkey to Shrek style character. Yeah. That, you uh-huh. know, I kind of... Rather than making Luigi the sidekick, I think you, I think Toad will be a sidekick probably. Yeah, it feels very much they're going to be as going to be Super Mario Brothers. It's going to be them as the main guy, yeah, uh, and not just like Mario will be tagging along. Mm-hmm. But you know, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Um, yeah, it sounds great. Well, I don't know if it sounds great, but it sounds <laughs> all right. <laughs> it it sounds something. It sounds um, like something. Yeah, it sounds like a movie's being made. <laughs> Did, uh, but I must say, after the on the, the Cocktails of Detective Pikachu, which I thought was an amazing film, I mean, dubious, and then was like, this is amazing. Um, I definitely, I'm kind of, I, I've got a wee bit of faith in it. Just a wee bit. And let's just hope, once again, Yoshi turns up and is a Velociraptor. Yes, we can but hope. We can, well, yeah, we well can. Chris Pratt will be very well positioned. Yeah, if, it's clicker. If Yoshi is a, if a, Yoshi is a, a Velociraptor. Yeah. But that's it for the Mario cast. Nice one. So um, we're not going to mention an awful lot about this. Um, no, just, just funny this next bit. Konami have had a bit of a problem. Konami have been having problems for quite a while. Oh, uh, Konami? Rip, man. And this seems to be a bit of an issue. So yes. I guess another nail in the coffin. Konami have released their, I guess, sort of spiritual successor to Pro Evolution Soccer. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than making a... A pro evolution soccer. They 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 launched a game called eFootball, eFootball twenty twenty one. I think it's called. Is that right? Um, and in a day, it has become the what is it the the lowest rated game on Steam ever. Um, it has released the, an astonishing array of screen grabs of the game just looking awful. Um, I saw one where <laughs> Cristiano Ronaldo was like. <laughs> Was like his body was like articulated into a, a set of stairs. <laughs> it was like bent in all sorts of ways that a human body shouldn't bend. Um, of course, there's a lot of um, a lot of fun issues about uh, the way Leo Messi looks in the game. One of the most recognisable faces in world football, and he looks bizarre, particularly around his eyes. It looks like you've sort of got like a a weird Lionel Messi. Um, Lookalike, and then stuck some googly eyes right in his head. <laughs> um, and he uh, apparently was actually so. Uh, what happened was originally Pro Evo didn't scan people. I don't think, or they hadn't been scanning people. They'd been building them in game. They they were actually scanning big names for him. So they actually scanned. They scanned Messi to use his rights for the game. Must have cost and them a fortune. And well, now everyone's calling it calling him Messi. You know well, why? Um, it looks so weird. Ronaldo, again, one of the most recognisable faces in world football, and he looks horrific. So much so, I don't know if you ever saw the hilarious statue yeah. in uh-huh. Lisbon Airport of Cristiano yeah. Ronaldo. It looks like the head from Art Attack. Did, did they scan that by accident? <laughs> and they couldn't get the man, they just went to the air. I'm like, that'll do. That was like, I'm scanning that. So well, a lot of folk are now saying on Twitter, they're like, well, just if you thought this was bad, why do you see this? <laughs> Really, like, that artist is psychic and predicted the future. Every like, we gave that artist a really hard time, but I mean, geez, oh look what Konami did. It's um, 
but it's, yeah, it's, it's not, really not bad. been a good 24 slash 40 hours for Konami oh, again. Oh god, it, it doesn't look good. Anyway, you need to check it out, folks. Have a look online. You should see the yeah. other guy. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, yeah, pretty grim. Um, we did also get some exciting news. Um, listeners of the podcast will, of course, know I'm a big, big fan of Stranded Deep. I haven't played it for a while, but they snuck out. They snuck out. Beam Team Games snuck out a little um, update the other day, and they have introduced two-player co-op to Stranded Deep. And, you know, it's a funny thing because it, it wasn't something I was particularly keen on. I, I kind of like the solitary experience of Stranded Deep. But I'm not gonna. There's no denying it will be an awful lot easier to try and kill those bosses, which I've never been able to do um, mm. if I was playing with two people. And I'm quite excited to see so, what sort of nonsense you can go up to with two people, you know. Um, so that's quite exciting. Would that would that be something that might drag you back into Stranded Deep, Blender Boy? I I I guess because as I said before, I like those like survival games for like the first four hours, and then I'm like I'm bored now. I have no one to play with. Yeah. Um, and that's just I I I quite. Like games like that socially. Mm-hmm. Some games that are like really story driven games, I'm like, that's just a me thing. But kind of open world build it things, I'm always like, I want people to play with. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think it could be an awful lot of fun. Um, and it, it's just a game that I adored. I, I adored. Um, and I, I really do want to get back into Actually, funnily enough, I think um, uh, the lovely unauthorized Cinnamon, who's reasonably new to the community, only been here a few months. Um, but Cinnamon's been listening back to all the podcasts, like all of them, oh. all of them. And uh, that's dedication or madness. And Cinnamon was saying the other day, like, "Ah, oh, I'm really gutted that I missed the Stranded Deep era." And I went, "Well, just you wait. It's coming back. <laughs> it's coming back." So yeah, that's quite exciting. I'm I'm quite quite uh, quite keen to look forward to it. Um, yeah, it'd be worth giving it a shot. Yeah, nice. I mean, who knows. I know it was a bit. I, I do see Yuzi saying there as well. It was a bit um, <coughs> dodgy on the on the on the PC. Yeah. The, the co-op's been in the PC for a while, so this is obviously a console update. Um, uh, hopefully the the tweaks. Certainly the console launches have always seemed to be a wee bit more. Um, how would you put it? Like together. Yeah, a, a bit more, a bit more, because I think you know there was a lot of things that were quite rough on the PC version that were mm-hmm. that were a bit more streamlined, for better or for worse, on the console. So, so who knows? Who knows? Um, but that, that that sounds quite exciting. Now, now, Blunder. Yes. We do not have any cozy crumbs. There's no he's still here. There's no crumbs. He's left the cupboards bare. I mean, you say that he's put some amount of nonsense in this chat tonight, but there's there's no. There's no crumbs. There's no crumbs to, to be had. There's no crumbs to be had. Luckily enough, though, we do have some Colin Little's Little Trivia. Would you Yay! like Would you like some Colin Little's Little Trivia? Absolutely. I've got to save the day. I will, I will do my best. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> In the critically panned Crime Caper Driver, Driver 3 it was, um, there was a Hawaiian shirt-wearing character called Tommy Vermicelli, a clear parody of GTA Vice City's Tommy Versetti. The character wore swimming bands, poking fun at the GTA hero's inability to swim. Mm-hmm. Did you ever? Me- I don't remember seeing him. I can't remember where I saw him, but you did. You saw him with his armbands on. I so- never played the original Driver and hated it because you get by that blinking starter mission where they try to teach you to drive a car. Well, I think Driver... It was Driver 3 one where you could actually get out of the car, but it was like really rubbish mm. when you did get out of the car yeah. and all you wanted to do was get back in the car. <laughs> um, yeah, Stack up pedestrian. There we go. 
I love the fact that the driver were trying to swing at the big boy and just didn't really do very much. I know. It's like, okay, sure. Here's one for you. StarCraft. StarCraft is the first computer game to have physically ever, to have ever physically made it into space. It was sent aboard shuttle mission STS-96 on May the 27th, 1999 by mission specialist Daniel T. Barry, who is also a StarCraft fan. That's pretty cool, isn't wow. it? I mean, that is quite cool. Like, did they take it up to play it, or was it just like, I'm going to take it up with me? I think he just took a game up with him. In fact, mm. yeah, I think he just took it with him. I mean... Do you just think now you could be up in space chilling, playing your Switch? Yeah, I know. I, I guess that means why, why it's saying it was the first one, because I, I assume yeah. you probably do that quite often now. Mm. As long as you didn't either not update or something like that, or it was one of those always online games came out, isn't it? Ah, wet. My Wi-Fi is really weak right now. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mock Kaczynski now, Blonde Boy. Um, Paolo's like, what's, what, what's Wi-Fi? Um, okay, here we go. Vivendi's underrated Scarface game. Did you ever play that? Did you ever play Scarface? I didn't. I knew the, I knew, I knew the premise. I'd seen it in a magazine, but I never played it. It was very good, actually. It was very good. Um, but it, it also featured a sound alike, right? So, it, it, you know, it didn't have Al Pacino in it. Mm-hmm. But this sound alike was, um, was personally chosen by Al Pacino himself. Oh, Hence yeah, that's the spot on likeness. His name is And Andre Sogaluzzo. Sogaluzzo. And he is a veteran video game voice actor. There we are. Mm. I mean, it, it genuinely is a very, very good impersonation. And oh, it actually, it? Okay. it was a really good game. It was a really good game, actually. Yeah, because um, they kind of, you don't know what but they kind of rewrote the end of the film, didn't they? Well, that whole end of the film becomes like a big mission. <laughs> you just shoot the bejesus uh-huh. out of people. Yeah. But but you had to do all the, you know, the infamous chain, chainsaw bit and all that. That That's all in the game as well. It was really oh. good. It was really good. I, I really enjoyed it. Um. Anyway, there we go. There was your Colin Little's little trivia. That was some fantastic trivia, Colin Little. Uh, I thought it was all right. It was all right. I had to take all the Resident Evil stuff out in case you, um, in case you corrected me like you did last time. Yeah, Colin put Resident Evil stuff in last time. I was like, wrong! Like, wrong! Wrong, wrong, wrong. That's all right. Blunder, would you like some Game Pass editions? Yes, I would. We've got some... There's a few biggies here. There's a few biggies well, so here. Is. So, 30th of September, so that's right now. You can go home! Today. Download it right now! Um, yeah, we've got Marvel's Avengers. That's coming to cloud, PC, and console. Wow. Um, we've also got Astria Ascending to console and PC and Unsighted console and PC. They're both, they're, they, all three of those games are available right now. Tomorrow, 1st of October, 1st of October, you've got Phoenix Point, that's coming to console. On the 7th of October, you've got Moonglow Bay, that's coming to console, PC and cloud. On the 12th of October, now this is quite a big one, this is quite a of big course. one. Back for Blood, Back for Blood is coming. For console, Yay. PC, and cloud. Day one. That's really cool. We're going to need to play that. We're going to need to play that. Mm-hmm. 14th of October, you've got the Rift Breaker. That's coming to console and PC. And then on the 15th of October, the Good Life. The console. Mm. I, I assume that's not the the old um the TV show. The old TV show. <laughs> I don't oh, think. I, I, don't, I don't think. Oh no, I, I, there was a, there was one called the Good the Good Life. Oh, was it was that? like a really old fashioned like. How old are you, Colin? I'm not that old. Paolo told me about it. (laughs) The the good place, though. The good place is quite good, by the way. 
That's quite mm, good. I finish it. That's quite good. Tie goes a bit goes a bit mental after a bit, but it's good. Anyway, that was your your, your Game Pass editions. Now, Blunda, would you like some? See ya. Would you like some? See ya. Subbies. Yes! Give me your subbies! (laughs) Okay, so we're going to start on the Xbox side of town. Um, Over here with Games with Gold. Um, From September 16th to October 15th, you're getting Mulaka. Mm -hmm. Mulaka. Um, From October the 1st to the 31st, you're getting Aero. Aero? Sounds like a, it sounds like a, a restaurant. It does sound like venue. a meal. You've got mm. Masaka and Aero Bubbles so far. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one's going to be a wee bit harder to make in a meal. This is um, October the 1st to the 15th. So you're getting Castlevania, Harmony of Despair. And then one blunder likes an underrated oh, yes. classic the blunder's a big fan of. October mm. 16th to the 31st, you've got Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Excited about that. You're a big fan of that, yeah. Sigurdjian. 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 Mm-hmm. 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 That's the, the swimming and the wetsuit and the zombie boat and all that, yeah? No, that's Revelations. Code Veronica oh. X was the one that came out on the Dreamcast. Well, oh. Code Veronica came the Dreamcast and then it re released on the PS2 as Veronica X. Oh, I don't know anything then. I don't know anything. Oh, well. That's why I'm here. Keep you right. Good. Glad to hear it. And then from October 16th to the 15th of November, you've got Hover. Yeah. I don't know. Don't know what any of those games are. Really don't. Now, over on the PlayStation side of town, we've got some pretty big games here, by the way. This is pretty good. Um, mm. You know, the PS Plus games have a wee, wee bit up and down, but but this is quite mm-hmm, something. Mm-hmm. Um, Hell Let Loose, the the new um, World War Two massive multiplayer shoot 'em up 100 players, as um, a sort of, sort of simulation team deathmatchy sort of game um, basically Battlefield but more realistic, a bit less arcadey um, right. this is PS5, it's made by Team 17, it's made by Team 17, our pals that that, that make worms and overcooked and all that a bit of a departure Ooh. this um, Paolo and I played a bit of the closed beta a while back now um, and it was, a, it was a bit ropey at the time um, it was really cool really good, I mean a lot of promise but there was a few server issues and all that sort of stuff at the time, which often is. That's that was the point of a closed beta anyway. Um I'm quite excited about this. I think this could be an awful lot of fun. Um I, I think this could be a lot of fun. Also, so that's the PS5 game, sorry. On PS4, you're getting Mortal Kombat X. Mortal oh, Kombat X. So I'm quite excited about that. I'm quite excited about that. Um and of course, you're also getting PGA Tour. 2K21. I know you're a big golf fan yourself there, Blunder Boy. You must be looking forward to that. 100%. After, after, after the Raider Cup. Um, yeah, I'm not really a golf player, but I know Paolo is a big fan of it. And that's, that's three big games. That's three big games for PlayStation. That that's, that's, um, mm-hmm. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. So, so there we are. That was your um, subbies. Subbies! <laughs> anyway, uh, Paolo's not here. I just went to call you Paolo. You're not Paolo. You're Blunder. Blunder, we've got some reviews to do. do. We were very fortunate to get some some lovely games sent to us. Um, Mm -hmm. So uh, one of them you've been playing a bit more. uh, One of them I've been playing a bit more. So let's start Mm. off with, uh, why don't you tell us what you've been playing? Okay, so I've been playing Kenna. What's the subhead? Bridge of Spirits? 
Bridget. Absolutely, she's calling it Brain, uh, Kenna. It's British um, Spirits. It's British Spirits. Spirits, and it is gorgeous. So this is the one, if you remember, when we watched the PlayStation Showcase a few months ago, mm-hmm. as soon as the trailer happened, I was like, that game looks amazing! Um, and it is, it's not quite what I expected in the sense that it's really hard. Yeah. Like, it's really difficult at times if you don't get, right like, the combat down properly. Um, and basically, it's kind of like, PlayStation's answer to The Legend of Zelda. Um, you you are a Kenna, and she is a... What do they call her? A spirit guardian, a spirit guide. And she's a spirit... She's, a spirit guide. Uh, spirit guide. I was, I was playing it the other day. Things. Yeah. And she's she's kind of drawn to this area with a mountain. She's, well, she wants to go get to this mountain. Uh, and when she gets there, the land is, like, dying. And um, there's this dude... And a mask, and he's like, "Go away!" and tries to like fart off, and she manages to use her spirit guide powers to kind of fight him off. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's just um, you try to like help guide the spirits of this land to to closure, to moving on. And there's lots of like um, mythology in the land. You can tell it's kind of based on culture that exists, but they never like say it's a certain part of our world. It's very much a different place, yeah, and a different a different reality. Uh, and she's got very cute really, pals. Well, this is the thing she she can interact with these things called the rot, and the rot have like special powers. So um, and and as you level the rot up, they get stronger. And um, there's an interesting thing about arm, which we don't really know about yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rot when they 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 turn into this like water cat thing to help move things. It's very cool. Um, so I've completed the first dungeon. Mm-hmm. It's a bit like Breath of the Wild, where there's not a, like an indoor dungeon. It's lots of big outdoor areas, which act as dungeons and then lead to mini bosses, and then there's a big, big boss at the end. And um, I like the difficulty is the the the, the bosses hit hard. The bosses are like Dark Soul, mm-hmm. so it goes from it goes from Zelda to Dark Soul very quickly. Um, and I'm on the second big boss, and it was absolutely battering the heck out of me. I was like, <laughs> I give up. And then when I looked up on my mo- I was to do, I was like, <clears throat> okay, that makes sense, but it's still really difficult. So it's all about timing. It's all about um, reading the the combat and the the cues for when to dodge. So in mm-hmm. that sense, it is very Dark Soulsy. Yep. Um, and as you go on, you develop new powers. You get new new weapons. So. Like you can eventually get a bone arrow and then like bombs and stuff. So in that aspect, it's very much like Zelda. That is very fun. Zelda. Yeah, it's gorgeous looking. Um, all the areas are so varied and so different. It's never boring, and it's great exploring the environments. Are so beautiful, uh, and you can find chests which have little hats for your rock to wear. Mm-hmm. So that we all wear these cute little hats. Um, what else? So oh, and there's side quests as well. So you, um, the main village, don't tell all, all the houses, the houses are locked, and mm-hmm. you've got to find, um, you've got to find little bundles or packages that have been lost in land, and you take it back, and you open up their house, and you free their house of the, the, the evilness, and get rewards and stuff. So no, it's good. It's it's really really lovely, really enjoyable. Yeah. So you are sort of like reclaiming sections of the the planet, aren't you? Certain well, certain sections of the forest yeah, are sort of like overcome so, with with um, disease almost or or death, yeah. and, and you use the rot, you you utilize the to banish it, to, yeah, to clear up the areas and and progress. Mm. 
Um, and you can use them in battle, but uh, when you first start a fight, they're, they're scared and they hide. And you've got to build up courage points. Uh, and Which is a really more, cool mechanic. I really yeah, like that. Uh, the more rot you collect and they level up, the more courage points you can build up. So, like, I was in a fight and I had, like, five courage points stored up and I was able to do all these big fancy moves mm-hmm. really quickly and end the fight. Whereas if you've got a fight and you've none, you take a pure battering for a while and you're like, ah. <laughs> It's very good. Um, I, so, we, we, as I said, we were very fortunate that we got sent um, a bunch of codes. We've all got a chance. Mm-hmm. We've all had a chance to play some of it. Um, it it's very nice. Uh, the controller feels great. The haptic feedback's great. All this oh, sort of stuff that 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 you know the PS5's known for. Um, I'm playing. What graphics mode are you on? Um, I moved on to fidelity mm-hmm. mode, and I must say, it is stunning. I, I, I don't know. I can't remember. You're, Whatever so you mode might, is gorgeous. It's like you might be on the like performance mode. Movie. So there's um, a, a performance mode, which is sixty frames a second, and I think it's scaled. Is it scaled four K? I don't know. I'm not sure if it's got ray tracing and all that sort of stuff. But I went on to the fidelity mode, which <clears> um, locks it at thirty frames a second. Right. But oh my goodness, it is astonishing looking. Astonishing. Oh, it's I, got I these sort of like. Photorealistic sort of like um, uh, woodlands that you're wandering around, and although your characters are quite cartoony looking, um, they are very Pixar esque. But the the yeah. world is it is a fantasy world, but it's got this sort of like photorealistic sort of sheen to it at the same time. It's, it's a really it's, interesting look. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, and really the stories, gorgeous. the stories, really well done. There's a few bit times when I've been pretty well up playing it. I'm like, oh. Yeah, um, I, I'm looking forward to playing some more of it. I must say, I know. So th- this was a game you were really keen on, Blunder. And yes, when right. when the the codes arrived, you were like, "Let's have that." Yeah, <laughs> um, I was like, "Yes." And uh, and then we were able to get a few more codes a little bit later on. So Paolo and I jumped in as well because it it's always great to get a chance for us to 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 talk about games a little bit yeah. more. Um, I like the combat. The combat is is interesting because. It's got a sort of Souls light sort of feeling to it. It's not mm-hmm. as full on as Souls, although I know that there is a, a bit of a step up in difficulty, especially in the bosses and things like that. Oh, but, there's a blinking parry system, and I'm dreadful at it. Oh, I'm just like rolling about. I'm dreadful at parrying, and games. I'm like ah. The um, but it's do you know it's got a bit of Ghost of Tsushima about it in that same sort of way where even the normal guys can kill you if you get things wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, I've had my butt kicked by the normal guys numerous times. I'm like so embarrassing. Let's just pretend I didn't happen. Yeah, you don't you don't get a chance to just like um you know just like, it's not as though you're just like slicing your way through everywhere until you yeah. get to the mini boss and then it's a bit difficult. Um, you know, and there's it, no way to heal apart from in certain battles as flowers, but to use the flower. You need your rot to be courageous to use it to do it for you. So there's no like health kits or healing items. So it's, it's, if you take damage, you're damaged until then. It's really interesting because it's got this cutesy kind of like look to it. It does look cutesy. Um, the rot are obviously very cute, despite the fact they're, they're called rot, which isn't a cute name. Um, but the, but the game's got some. It's got a bit of an edge to it as well. Oh, I, it's I, dark. It's actually really dark. I'm I'm pretty pretty impressed with it. Um, also, the it's like what thirty four ninety nine on PS five. So I think for the price, you're getting a gorgeous game, a great story, like it's a it's a total tick in every aspect. For yeah, me. it's been it's been fantastic so far. It's really lovely. Um, Apart from this damn boss, he's battering me. I'm like, ah, don't leave me alone. 
but yeah, but so, so that's Bridge. Uh, sorry, Kenna. Or Ke- are you calling it Kenna or Kena? I've seen Kenna. And I, I might say Kenna myself. Anyway, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Um, and that's by Ember Lab. Um, it's really okay. great. It's really good. You should check it out. Um, I, I dare say we might. I mean, Bl- Blunder Boy might stream it at some point if, if yeah, given, yeah, given half a chance. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, you might get a chance to check it out. But it's really, it's really fun. Um, and I'm quite liking. It. I'm looking forward to. As I said, I'm I'm nowhere near as far into it as you are. Um, but so far, I've I've been quite pleasantly surprised. Um, I tell you what, I have been playing. What I have been playing. We were very yeah. fortunate again to be um to be given uh, a lovely code for Death Stranding Director's Cut, and uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, mainly because you were busy and Paolo had no internet um, mm-hmm. and we were meant to be podcasting last weekend and couldn't do it so I thought well I'll use this as an excuse to grab a hold of that code to Death Stranding and um, well, so you're the only one who hadn't played it well I hadn't well. played it at all um, so I decided to stream it because we we received the code um, before it released over here so I was like you know it's it's always nice when we get a chance to stream a game before um before it's actually out and give folk a chance to check it out um I wasn't sure how I was going to like this it's not a game that really you know appealed to me in a grand scheme of ways I've never really played any Kojima games to any great level I was mm-hmm. they, they just don't really say a lot to me um mm-hmm. I've never really played I've I've played a bit of various Metal Gear Solid games and they've never really grabbed me. What? Nah. I thought you'd love the Metal Gear games. Yeah, they've just never really grabbed me. I um, love the Metal Gear games, they're so good. So, so I was a bit like, but but I, you know, a couple of years, well, last year, uh, was it last year or the year before? It was the year before. Um, Death Stranding was a big game for both you and Paolo and it came super close mm-hmm. to being our game of the year. Or did it become our game of the year? I think it maybe was our game of the year in the end just because of the, the way that the the scorings worked. Um, so I knew you guys were big, big fans of it and I thought, well, I really should give it a go. And I have to say, still early days, um, I'm probably seven or eight hours into the game, but it is it's pretty good, isn't it? I mean, it is pretty good. Um mm-hmm. Uh, I really, re- I mean, it's a, a couple of things, right? So, the director's cut is is the is the game, is the the original game. There's not um, any particular DLC, but there is new stuff added in. There's racing and a couple of other things. Nothing, no major story additions. There's just little stuff that sort of adds to it. But but actually, what, what there is is just an added level of sheen to it. The the dual sense is utilized brilliantly brilliantly obviously with adaptive triggers and with the haptic feedback and and with the the inbuilt speaker and all that sort of stuff which just utilizes the the sort of radios and stuff really really brilliantly um the noise of your bb crying and all that coming out your Mm -hmm. speaker and having to use your controller to to um settle it down and all that um is is really interesting but i have to say it is genuinely stunning stunning on PS5, the environments, which even on PS4 it looked gorgeous, but the PS5 looks amazing. Um, the uh, uh, the haptic feedback. See when you're wading through the water, there's quite a lot of wading through water. You can feel the water rushing past you in your controller. It's really it's really cool. Um, the story's bonkers. Um, I'm quite enjoying the mental cameos from various folk. Any game that's got Matt Smickelson in it wins it for me. <laughs> Um, I have to say, I think Norman Reedus so far has been absolutely brilliant 
Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. As That's Sam, Sam Porter Bridges. Sam, Sam Porter Bridges. Um, <laughs> something like that, Sam, Sam. It's got a very husky voice. Um, it's a really, really good um, sort of performance from from Norman Reedus. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just really, really enjoying it right now. I mean, it, it, is, it is essentially just like being an Amazon or a Hermes delivery man, essentially, <laughs> in the... <laughs> In the, in the wild, um, I made a mistake at one point. I I, I loaded up my, my pack. I went and um, there's these sort oh, of no. mule guys. There's these mules, and I went and gave them a, a a battering, and basically took everything I could, like literally everything I could carry, and then I had to slump my way miles. <laughs> it took me forever, but I was like, I'm not making two trips. <laughs> 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 I'm just trudging along for an eternity, no, like an good. absolute eternity, and then I was looking. You're like, I'll make it. I'll make it. I finally saw my destination, and it's like I was like, they're going, "Geez, that's going to take me about thirty-two minutes." The way that <laughs> it literally did. It took me so long uh, to to achieve my mission, but um, it's just so enjoyable. It's it, I, I don't it's it's not a game that you really like should be enjoyable. I mean, you're just carrying heavy things and just walking and the. I mean, there's lot. There is a well, lot more to it, but but like, see when you get to the tarmac, yeah, where you lose your life to being a road layer. Like I, that was my favorite thing, making roads. I built I a bridge. Like... I built a bridge. I enjoyed that. I was very proud mm. of my bridge. Um, mm. and I had a real close run in with some uh, with some BTs. Um, something horrific happened, and this horrible sort of wheel creature ended up coming out of the ground and nearly swallowed me whole. And it's, it's just the attention mm-hmm. to detail. Mm-hmm. I was absolutely manky. You know, there's this sort of like over... <laughs> it seems to constantly want me to have a shower in the game, right? But um, but then after that, I was absolutely mock it, right? It was all over my face, this sort of like black, sort of like oily stuff. And um, I was like, ah, oh, I guess that's going to be all over me until I have a shower or it rains. I'm going to need... A... Well, actually, I can't let the rain touch me, actually. The rain turns you into an old person, so can't let the rain touch mm-hmm. me. Um... So, uh, I, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> he's still, Mr. Kosinski's still going mental in the chat, I see him saying, I've had a few run-ins with BT recently and all, I'm not talking about, that's not that BT, it's BT's, <laughs> jeez, oh, Paolo on his internet, I believe he's getting his internet back soon, so this, um, this morning will finish soon, um, I have to say it's very, very good, I am really liking it, um, um, I'm not a hundred percent sure whether if you had bought it on, um, if you'd already played the game and and you had to buy it full price for PS5 or whatever. But as far as I'm aware, the upgrade to Fiverr? it's like a fiver. It's absolutely mm. worth that if you want to play that game again. It looks astonishing, astonishing, and it really is one of these games. It, it, it's a bit weird because there's a, a a fair level of criticism for the PS5 at the moment where like, I don't want to have a PS5 just to play PS4 games on it and I kind of get that I do get that but um, if you are going to play a PS4 game on it this is one of the PS4 games you definitely want to play on it because it's it's gorgeous it really is gorgeous and I have to say I really am liking it I, I did not um, I, I, I didn't know if I was going to be that impressed with it but I have to say I have been impressed quite quite you know quite a lot so mm-hmm. far and it, it's just it's just really nicely done it's just really nicely done um i still haven't got a scooby what's actually going on but mm-hmm. but yes yeah, it's, it's, it's it's lovely 
Um, what what are you what are your thoughts on it? I mean, I know, I know you loved the game. I did. It was a total. It was an unexpected love. I said that before we came live. Like when I got it, I got it just as like no, but I see what's like. And then I was like, I'm in love with this game. Um, and it's a game I'd go back to and play again. I don't know if I'm going to rush out and get the director's cut to the PS5 because my PS4 version is disc. Mm-hmm. So I just need to buy the whole game again. So ah, I might okay. wait for it to go on sale. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, the first version went on sale really quick, just saying. <laughs> so um, I think I'd, I think I'll definitely be adding it to the library eventually. Mm-hmm. And I'll really enjoy revisiting the storyline. Yep. Um, because it was really good. It was absolutely bonkers, as you say. By the time getting the end, you're gonna be like, "What?" But I, 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 then it makes sense, and you're like, "Oh, okay." Um, it, 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 it's the typical Kojima style of the story takes you now or look to look, and ten minutes before it finishes, you're like, "He I don't know what's going on here," and then in ten minutes, you're like, "Ah, I see." <laughs> he clearly is a bit bonkers, right? But in the most brilliant, in the most brilliant way. Ever. Yeah. And I have to say, because I've never really got his games, right? They've never really been my thing. I've never been I've always been sort of like aware of how respected he is. Um mm-hmm. I've always, you know, liked his sort of ethos with stuff and, and, and his sort of like He's so passionate, you can see that, but you feel it when you play his games, there's so much attention to detail and love put into them. Yeah. But but the, and that's the thing. This is the first time where I've actually just went, wow, believe the hype. He really is that good. He really is that mm-hmm. good. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's crazy, and 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 the amount of thought he's put into it. Um, mm. Clearly, um, yeah. Um, I've been, I was very impressed with. It, I must say, good. Um, so, so, hey, of course, we've been playing the games now. Of course, I see here, and we can't help himself. Paolo's been playing the no internet game. It's great, and he's also been playing the sarcasm game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two very, very good games that you're very good at, Paul. Absolutely. Blunder, what have you been playing? Um, I'll make this brief. So I got Deathloop, mm-hmm. and we were kind of discussing it. I think we discussed it in Discord a bit, or we messaged each other. Um, I'm loving it. Uh, I think it's real fun. It's, dead. it's really unique. I like the invasion thing, although sometimes you get invaded by someone who's like, get all the powers, and I might just kill me if you do it. <laughs> um, so that's a bit unfair, uh, but no, I love it. I've I've got I've done a couple of cycles and done a, a ticked off a few things that needed to be done, but um, I've taken a wee break from it. So I, I'm dead busy just now in the real world, and I just I, I don't want to be playing it and not fully paying attention to it because mm-hmm. I'm loving the story and I'm loving all the intricacies. I want to make sure I'm taking that all in. I also started playing Tales of Arise, which is just. Japanese role playing game to the extreme. It's got an amazing like pop song introduction. It's got a girl who pulls a flaming sword out her chest. A guy with amnesia and an iron mask. It's absolute craziness. But if you like RPGs and you like them mental, highly recommend Tales of Arise. Sounds good. And then because I've just been looking to play a game, but nothing I need to like learn. I've been playing the Final Fantasy VIII Remaster on my PS5, mm. um, and that's just nice because I know it, and it's quite. It's quite nice to revisit a game I love so much and just blast through it with like infinity health and punching things in the face really hard. Excellent. I'm like, oh, remember when you beat me when I was 12? We eat a fist. Have some of this. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, and a bit of day by day, right? But that's nothing new. Yeah. So um, I also have been playing Deathloop and I have to say it is really good. I mean, it really 
it really is really good, isn't it, Blunder? I mean, <coughs> um, this is a game yeah. that, that came out, it was getting tens and nines and uh, all over the shop. Folk calling it a masterpiece, and it's one of those games where you're like, Oh, can he be that good? I mean, it really is that well, good. It is. It's, it's so, so good. good, so good. It feels like so, um, it's, it's like, um, it's when I was playing it, I'm like, It's like, um, oh, what's the first games that I like? The one with the guy with the magic powers and the bones, Dishonored. It's like Dishonored, it's almost to me feels like a parallel universe, Dishonored, because mm-hmm. it's so similar but so much more polished, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what it is, essentially, is so Arcane Studios, um, this is Arcane Leon, who who have made Deathloop, and Arcane um, obviously made the Prey games. I never really played Prey, but Prey is a game they that... Played, they that played the new Prey. They did, the new Prey, yeah. did very, very well done. It did very well uh, reviews-wise. Yeah. Very interesting mechanics and the sort of way it works. They, they also make... Very good uh, Dishonored and Dishonored 1 is a great game I really like Dishonored 1 Dishonored 2 however is utterly fabulous the level design the the mechanics that they use in Dishonored is just astonishing and you're you're absolutely right what they've essentially done is then is then Deathloop's like a sort of spiritual successor I guess it, it, it's not it's it's not a sequel in any way to Dishonored it's not but what it does do is it uses various mechanics that you will be familiar i mean they're all sort of like they've got a sort of twist or or whatever but but essentially you know the the blink mechanic is 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 um famous from the dishonored games that's of course in death loop there's various different mechanics that that you will sort of know if you've played the dishonored games but don't worry if you haven't if you're just jumping into death loop um yeah you know you'll you'll just you'll just learn them and fall in love with them in this um mm-hmm. It follows this sort of um, time loop, which of course games like Returnal and things like that are used, where you basically you, you, it encourages you to explore and to experiment and to try things out. And, and basically, each time you either uh, die mid, mid loop or get to the end of the loop and restart, certain bits of knowledge that you have learned will stay with you. Um, also, as the game goes on, you're able to keep um, keep items that you might want as well from various things. Um, there's a special way that you you work out how to do that, and and that's really cool as well. That mechanic's mm-hmm. great. Um, you can't just go, oh, I love this amazing thing. I'm going to keep that forever. You have to, you know, you you have to earn the ability to keep it. You need to um, use. You get this stuff called residuum, which is um, which which is a sort of uh, consumable i guess that you that you gain through the loop but obviously much like your souls and dark souls you can lose them and you you do not yeah. be able you can't stack them for instance if you die and you don't get back to them and pick them back up you lose it um obviously if you if you don't spend it all by the end of the loop then you lose it and you have to rebuild it up as well and there's certain mechanics or certain areas of the game that you you, you will potentially get more um but but obviously that can come with its own risk and reward um the sort of madness and experimentation of it's absolutely fabulous. Um, and you're right, the the invasion mechanic, which is which is purely optional. You will be invaded. The, the the basic story, your cult, you have to try and break the loop. There's this loop. You have to try and break the loop by killing the eight visionaries that are in the game. One of those visionaries is called Juliana, and her job is to try and kill you and defend the loop. Um, Juliana will, of course, come looking for you th- throughout the course of the loop. Um, um, and you have to potentially fight her off and kill her, or she'll kill you. Now, Juliana can either be controlled by the computer, or she can be played controlled by another player who will invade your game and come after you. This is entirely optional. You you can turn that off, and you can just have Juliana. You can have it as a purely, um, a purely 
uh, single player experience. Yeah. Um, you Do you know, see the difference as well between the AI and the player? Generally, just by the way they move, as far as I was aware, no. So uh, if she invades at the start, it's a player. But if she invades halfway through the level, it's the computer. Ah, I didn't so know that. Players can only invade when you first enter an area. Okay, that's cool. Well, I have to say, I, I've been really enjoying it. I thought I would be getting my ass handed to me by players. I have only been killed by one player, Juliana. I have killed multiple ones. And I've got, uh, on, yeah. on stream, i got a couple of really good kills as well. Oh, like, nice. like people are like, oh my goodness, Colin's actually quite good at this game. <laughs> and it's like, it'll never last. Um, the one who killed me must have had a, a slab that makes you go invisible and then just kept one shot me from behind. And I was like... There is an invisible That's slab. There is a slab, <laughs> a slab that can make you invisible. Um, but if you kill them, you get to take that slab back. You yeah. just need, you just need, you just need turrets. You just need to get yourself oh, lots no. of turrets on your side. I've got a gun that when you shoot at least, at least poison gas in the air, so that's quite good as well. Mm -hmm. I run into that. You mean? Oh, it's such a fun game though, and and it is one of those ones. Um, I felt Returnal was very much like that as well. It's one of those ones where it's oh, just I've got to try one more, one more, one yeah, more, yeah, one more loop, one, one more loop, one more loop, one more, one more, one more, one more, one more it's really good. It's really good. And I can't wait till I get to the stage where I've kind of got all the knowledge and I'm starting to work out how to finish the game. Because essentially I, what you need to do is kill them all in one loop. But actually, you're going to have to... eight of them and only four slots. Yes, you're going to have to work out a way of how you can get to multiple visionaries mm -hmm. at the same time. You're going to have to try and find a way to orchestrate to get them all together or maybe bend time. I don't know. I'm still... I'm probably... I, at the sort of halfway point of the game, I guess. I can't, that Ooh. kind of feels where I am. Um, I think the most I've managed to kill was four visionaries in one loop. Um, oh, nice. And uh, so I'm kind of I'm kind of intrigued to see where it'll go. Um, but, oh God, it's such a good game. It's really good. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, because they would go for the after this thing. <laughs> I, well, there we go. Um, aside from that, a couple of things. I have, of course, been playing Sea of Thieves. Se season four of Sea of Thieves has launched. And we're now going under the sea. Wonderboy, you get to go into the siren, the siren shrines and siren uh, treasuries. I think Ooh, you'd like it. I have fun. to say, I think you'd like it, Blunder. Um, and also there's quite a lot of in the Plunder Pass and the Battle Pass, there's a whole load of Halloween-y aesthetic cosmetics that are involved as well. Um, oh, cool. It really feels that Sea of Thieves are starting to really catch their stride now with the seasons. And mm -hmm. I'm really enjoying season four. It's really good fun. Had a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, and also played a little bit of Dread Hunger, which actually just, just dropped an update. They just dropped an update just the other day. There's a brand new character. It's a doctor. Um, there's a doctor. He starts with a meat cleaver, laudanum, and something else. Something else. I can't remember what it is. Um, he's got extra boons. Like if he carries... If he carries an injured person on his shoulder, they, their health deteriorates slower. Um, oh, if if he puts them into their bed to sleep and recover, they recover quicker. All that sort of stuff. But the, the big thing is there's a number of balances coming to the game which is going to uh, change the way that the Thrall can play, essentially. Uh, guns are no longer going to be craftable. The guns, the only person to start with a gun now is the Royal Marine. Um, aside from that, there is a locked a locked safe, a weapon safe inside the inside the ship. And over the course of the game, the, the from exploring, the crew can find portions of the 
combination to that but each person will get like one chunk of it i think there's mm. more than than a couple there's a couple of people that can get the same number but nobody can get the whole code themselves so you have to work ah. together with your crew to open the combination to the safe and there's four muskets inside um so that stops the chance of like the thrall just disappearing off into the wilderness and crafting an arsenal of weapons and be able to just mm. pick people off with rifles it's going to encourage the crew to stay closer together the thrall's going to have to be an awful lot more crafty and i think it should make it a little bit easier for the survivors the game is a little bit unbalanced at the moment and i think the it's certainly a lot easier to, for the thrall to win than the survivors and and i think they are trying to counteract that i i'm mm. i'm quite excited i'm quite excited by by that so that nice. that sounds pretty cool um should we should we hear what the um what the viewers the, oh, the yes, viewers and please. listeners have, have been playing okay here we go uh, subtle strath got in touch on the discord I've been playing Backbone. was released this year and I love it way more than I thought I would. That sounds great. I, I don't know Backbone at all. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. Tommy B. I've been playing the world's smallest violin every time Paul K K Kaczynski complains <laughs> about his internet. Yep, mm -hmm. haven't we all? Other than that, a bit of Aliens Fireteam Elite and the usual Red Dead. Red Dead. I haven't played that in ages. Shots fired there by Tommy. Exactly. As always. Odentior has been in touch. Um, been back on Planet Coaster and enjoying the new Sea of Thieves update. Evil Monkey got in touch to say, I want that new Hot Wheels game. Looks sick. It does, doesn't it? It looks so fun. We were checking out just before. This looks really good. This mm -hmm. this feels like Micro Machines, but like... Um, on acid. Yeah, it looks really good. Looks really good. Um, I'm, I'm with you on that, Evil. That sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. Jamesy42 had a great time with, a great time with Captain Shambles and Yuzi on Sea of Thieves. We did, oh. we did, we did a role play. We did a role play stream oh, cool. for International Talk Lab Pirate Day, and it genuinely Love was it. one of my most enjoyable streams ever. I had so much fun. So thank you for that, Jamesy and Yuzi. Um, enjoying the new content as well. Also played the Artful Escape, which was fun. Also tried out FIFA Twenty Two Ten Hour Freebie, and yep, I will still get the wooden spoon. <laughs> at, least you're, you're, at least you're consistent there, Jamesy boy. Um, Random Bloke has been in touch. Been playing a lot of F1 2020, Aliens Fireteam Elite, and Surviving Mars. Now, Surviving Mars sounds pretty cool. Mm. Does sound pretty cool, I think. Um, did we not pick that up? That was on Steam. That was free on Steam, I think we picked it up. John Peter Winchester got in touch on Instagram, uh, trying to platinum the Arkham games. Oh, good luck with Arkham Ooh. City. Bloody hell. Currently on New Game Plus for the last trophies in Arkham City. Oh, that game's so hard and hard mode. Really hard. <laughs> Scruffy, mm -hmm. Social Scruffy got in touch. EC Odyssey, the next the next gen update is sweet. Have you seen that? Scruffy's been putting things on Twitter. Oh, I have not. It looks so shiny. The Xbox Series mm -hmm. X update of Assassin's Creed Odyssey does look mm -hmm. astonishingly good looking. Um, Borderlands 3. Halo Infinite Tech Preview, Aliens Fireteam Elite, and some SnowRunner Parp. That's that's uh, that was just a little sound effect there from Scruffy, mm. who's who's been playing the 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 hard mode of uh, mm. <laughs> of SnowRunner. Um, mm -hmm. There we are. So so if uh, that's what the <laughs> that's what the listeners have been playing. Uh, if you would like to let us know what you're playing in uh, next episode, uh, here is how you do it. We'd love to hear from you. Find us on Facebook as The Nearly Men, Twitter and Instagram where we are at Nearly Men or email info at thenearlymen.com. There we go. There we go. So, um, right, uh, time's marching on. Time's marching on. We can't even really blame Kaczynski, although he keeps, he keeps con 
comment in the chat mm-hmm. holding us up. Um, let's go through some new releases. Uh, we've got a few things coming. Um, so here we go. The Last Friend. That's coming. Uh, that's today. That's out today, the 30th of uh, September. That's coming to Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Also today, we've got Demon's Skin for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Life is Strange, the remastered collection. Oh, don't tell Sherry Bobbins. That is also mm-hmm. also out today. That's uh, out today. I'm probably going to need to buy her that. Uh, Astria okay. Ascending. Astria Ascending is also on the 30th. A whole raft of games out on the, the 30th. This is PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Switch. Hot Wheels Unleashed. That's out today. I didn't know that was out today. <gasps> I gotta go download it after the stream. Oh my god! <laughs> That's out on everything: PS, uh, PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox One, uh, Xbox Series X, sorry, and the Switch. That's out today. <gasps> tomorrow, tomorrow, the first of October, FIFA 22 is out. That's out: PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. It's coming out tomorrow, and I'm sure it's going to steal a, a hell of a march on <laughs> an eFootball 2021. Um, or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Wake Remastered is out on the 5th. This is uh, coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. That's uh, that's going to be quite something. Hell Let Loose, that is out on the 5th as well. That is out on the 5th um, on uh, PS5 and Xbox Series X by our lovely friends at Team 17. Super Monkey Ball Banana Mania. That is out on the 5th of October. I actually watched Andrew from Arcade Glasgow stream this last night. They got sent a code of it from Sega. Nice. They've got good pals at Sega. And Andrew was playing it and seemed to be having an awful lot of fun. I could not tell you what was going on, but Andrew seemed to be having a lot of fun with it. That's a PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and on Switch. Oh, now this is a surprise. This this one snuck up on his blunder. Far Cry oh. 6. Far so Cry Far 6. Cry. Is out on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and Stadia. Uh, that's out on the seventh, the seventh of October. Not long there. Um, it'll be interesting to see what what that's like. I quite like the setting, and of course, it's got uh, the guy who plays Gus Fring in uh, Breaking Bad's in it. Uh, looks looks like um, I didn't like the last Far Cry. We got sent it for review, and I didn't really like it. But but this one might be better. Metroid Dead is out on the Switch. That's on the 8th. That's on the 8th. I have never played him. Uh, well, I've played a little bit of the first Metroid game on the NES Classic, but I've never really played so, a Metroid game. I'm pretty sure this is like a direct sequel to the Metroid Prime trilogy in the GameCube and Wii. Mm. So I think it continues that storyline, I think. Excellent. Excellent. Of course, another big one on the 12th of October. The 12th of October, Back for Blood is coming. That is uh, PC, PS5, Xbox Series X, um, PS4, and Xbox One. That'll be quite good. I'm kind of looking forward to playing that. That'll yeah. be quite a lot of fun. Anyway, so here we go. Uh, Blunder, have we had any, any... I mean, uh, you've had to... So, no questions, but just... Um, <laughs> work your way through comments. some of it of nonsense. Uh, so, uh, The Nearly Men, also known as Paul Ksinski for mm-hmm. this evening, Says seven out of ten, Colin, for your introduction to the tonight's podcast. Okay, good. I'll take um, that. I'll take that. Mimi Cattails says they, they can't wait to annoy you live again, Kaczynski. Yep. So you've got that to look yeah, See how he likes it. And it comes back. Yuzi83 says, What if it is actually just them as two plumbers working their way through an apartment building, fixing the pipes? I'd quite like that. I'd quite like just that. Like, it's like two people, <clears throat> two brothers talk about life and 
they would just take phone calls from other characters, like sorry, mm-hmm. can I come save you the day? Mm-hmm. I've got these pipes to fix. Yep. Uh, Realism. And Cinnamon, eighteen eighty nine. They says, um, "Oh yeah, nothing but regrets over here." Sarcastically, with regards to going back and listening to the past podcast and Daddy Punk. Diet Punk has just asked a question. Why are you so pretty? Well, I can handle this one, Diet Punk. Uh, good jeans, I guess. I guess it was just good jeans. Good I, jeans. I assume it was me. I assume Levi's. It was, assume it was me. That, that, uh, Actually, Rang- I prefer Wranglers to Levi's. I don't think I've ever owned a pair of Wranglers. I have had re- I have had Levi's. I actually had a Levi's jacket for a while. Yeah, um, no, I, I, find Levi- I find Wranglers jeans come for the Levi's. Like, Wranglers have a bit of stretch in them, and they... They kind of shape your bum a bit better, and every pair of Levi's I've had, it's just burst. Are, are you I'm just disappointed? Is this because you're? Are you thick? Are you thick with uh, pussies? It's like a dump truck back there. <laughs> but for days. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something so appropriate. Really yeah, it's probably best you don't do that. Best you don't. <laughs> I do like Paolo singing. I want you back. Yeah, I want you back for blood. We love it. Yeah, love it. That won't get that won't get tiring at all when we go to stream mm-hmm. that and he sings that every five seconds. I know. Um, anyway, so I think I think that's us now. I, do? I, I don't have um, I don't have my fancy um, uh, credits roll at the end, so I think I'm going to uh-huh. let our. I'm just going to read out our lovely producers like we used to do. I'm awesome. not going to. I'm not going to wrap them. I'm not going to wrap them. You know, we might do that after save point or something. We'll see. Um, but um, I will, of course, give them out. But I think should we should we just quickly show everybody the save point again? Just to go through save yes. point one more time. Yes. So yes, 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 yes. don't forget, folks, on the sixteenth here it is on the sixteenth of October, seven p.m. start. Blunder, myself, and Mister Paul Kaczynski, the Nearly Men, are going to boldly go into save point twenty twenty one. We're going to do twenty four hours of sci fi video games. Um. And all to raise money from for the wonderful charity, the Edinburgh Children's Hospital charity. You will be able to watch every second of it live on twitch.tv slash the nearly men. And of course, you can donate. You can donate right now if you want, or you can donate during the event um, at www.thenearlymen.com. Um, we really do hope that we'll, we'll see you all there. It's a, a charity that's very close to all of our hearts. And of course, it's a, it's a really fun uh, fun event as well. We're going to have a lot of fun, um, and we'll we'll have a good a good laugh. We shall. You guys see me progressively get more and more annoyed as the twenty four hours go on. Yeah, blood. There's there's always a certain point where blood just just done with it all. <laughs> by the end, last time I looked like Emperor Palpatine and I was sitting in my blanket, up, was like absolutely oh, furious. In the dark side. <laughs> well, at least you'll be on brand this year if you do that. Because although wonder, huh? yes. although we've gone down the um. The, the the Star Trek way for the title and the yeah. poster. Um, at Star Wars will be rather well represented in here, I believe. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The yeah. blunder of the blood. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Anyway, um, so let me just read out these lovely producers. Um, and remember, if you if you are a sub, if you sub to the channel here on the podcast, then not only do you get some lovely emotes and ad free viewing and all that sort of stuff, but you also become a pro. A producer on the podcast, and you're you're actually you're actually helping to support the podcast, just like these wonderful producers do. We of course have original Stephen Daybreak fifteen ninety one Hezabeam Tanuki Wookie 
Diet Punk, Sherry Bobbins 09, Social Scruffy, Thraxar, Rakturian, Jobrias, Alnubist, Unauthorised Cinnamon 1889, uh, Dancing Toaster, Rider Die, Linsmar 404, and Nappuccino, Mr. Producer. And of course, we uh, the, uh, the next step up, we have, of course, our executive producer, Mr. Hamster Boy. Mm. Mr. Producer, Mr. Producer, he gets two. He gets two. Um, so thank you very much to all the lovely subs. Thank you Thanks, very gang. much. Um, Blunder, uh, have you got any upcoming streams? You got anything coming? I don't really know. Just, I'm just be honest. Uh, there's a lot going on in the in the, the world for me just now with different uh, different things. So I'm gonna I'm gonna make any promises I can keep. Yeah, no, that's um, fair enough. I will try and get on when I can. I do what well, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I've got this weird chesty thing going on, and there's other things. So I will. If I get to the point where I, I, I'm going to stream, I will drop into Discord uh, and let everyone know. And Good call. There. But I understand if people are like, oh, we can't drop drop everything. And I don't understand why. Um, but if I do stream, it'll be something low-key. I might do some horror games or Dead by Daylight or just something chill um, and, and take it for there. That seems fair enough. That seems absolutely fair enough. Um, I, I'm i not streaming tomorrow. I usually stream on a Friday morning. I will not be streaming tomorrow. I'm not feeling very well at all. And I'm working tomorrow night. Um, so I'm going to try and get as much sleep as I can. Mm. I don't know about Mr. Kaczynski. Mr. Kaczynski may, may be getting internet very soon. I don't know if he will be able to stream tomorrow, but I would suggest everyone keep an eye on the Discord. But all going to plan, I'm assuming that Mr. Kaczynski will definitely be back for the Sunday social, all going to plan. That would be on Sunday, the uh, 3rd of October. Would that be correct? Oh, nothing this weekend. I don't believe there's anything this weekend from Mr. Kaczynski. Yeah. Sorry, got everyone's hopes up. I will be back on Sunday. I will. I'm going to do something on Sunday evening. Um, Ooh. But uh, but all going to plan. Mr. Kaczynski will be back the following week. Um, and of course, we will be back on Thursday evening. Thursday evening here um, yeah. with some with some multiplayer madness. It might just Ooh. be me and Blunder. It might be me and Blunder and Paula. Who knows? But we'll be Who we'll knows? be playing something. Um, so that will be what day will that be the the seventh seventh that'll be the seventh seventh of October um mm. so I hope you join us all for that um but aside from that I don't think there's much else to 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 do um nope. so thank you so much this has been episode ninety six of nice. the Nailman video games podcast um blunder and i have have made it through we've made it through without um I- and nothing is broken yet. Nothing is broken That's yet. Good. I've only got one more button left to press, really. <laughs> so we can but hope. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah. So, Blunder, say goodbye. Goodbye. And that's a goodbye for me. And we'll see you all again very soon. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, don't forget to check out thenailymen.com to find out all about Safe Point 2021, where the Nailing Men boldly go. Until then, we're going to boldly go and... Uh, and and do other things, I guess. Uh, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>